0: Hey, just Josh here dropping in at the start of the episode to give you a heads up about the audio quality in this episode, and I guess for the season. Uh, So my parents, (laughs) I love them to death, but they've uh, decided to record these podcasts through an iPad on speaker with no microphone, and they also decided that podcasting time was the perfect time to cook and do some stuff in the kitchen, so uh, you'll hear some background noise, and I couldn't edit all of it out uh, just because we record over zoom, but it is what it is. Hopefully it's not too annoying for you, but one final thing is about mm, 30 minutes, 34 minutes into the episode. The audio quality over zoom takes a massive drop um, and you can definitely hear it. Most of the time, if that happens, we try and cut that bit out. and, And so it doesn't make it into the final product, but couldn't take it out this time. So, Thanks for powering through and listening through all the way if you do. And (laughs) just thanks again and reach out to us um, if you have any questions. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. welcome to another episode of Faye Answered Questions. This is the podcast where the Faye family tries to answer questions about life. And this week, uh, a little bit different from some of our usual financial talk and that sort of thing, but the topic today is how to make and maintain friendships as an adult. And if we have time for it, how to be a man in today's society. So I guess, I guess I'll explain my situation first. So I know for me, like I've been I guess kind of lonely lately. Cause like I've got none of my friends from high school or college are around. Everybody's split up and done their own thing. And then everybody I work with now at my job, they're a little bit older. They're just in a, you know, a different stage of life. So they're not going to hang around with the, <laughs> with the <laughs> child, you know? <laughs> and so for me, like I've, I've been having a, a little bit of a tough time, like just, Making friends and meeting new people also doesn't help that there's a pandemic going on, so we can't go out much. Um yeah, but I wanted to hear kind of your opinion, mom and dad, and kind of how you maintain, you know, friendships and if you've had any like long standing friendships from uh from when you were younger.
1: Well, hello everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, hello mom Sorry. and dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Glad for you to join us again. So I do have one friend that I have been friends with since I was five. Damn. I don't like to think how long that's been because that's a little depressing. Only Uh, 22 years. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Good call, baby. Good call. Here's the thing you have to remember. When you're in school in you know, primary and junior high, high school, whatever, and in college, you're all in the same boat, so to speak.
2: Yeah, like you're right. seeing
1: each other every day. You're having the same lifestyle. You're, you know, you're going to class, you're doing that. And that helps to maintain that friendship because you're having that face to face. Then you go to, you know, you finish college and you go out in the real world. If you guys are not all going in the same direction, which most likely you're not, it is hard to keep in contact. Now, nowadays it's a lot easier with social media and with technology and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's not the same as the face-to-face, going and hanging out, doing that kind of stuff together that built that friendship and helped to maintain it.
3: Right.
1: So it is hard. My friend that we've been friends, I've been friends with since I was five we don't really see each other a lot and we'll communicate occasionally through Facebook or whatever. He's back out in the same community we grew up in and he has his family and his life and stuff. But when we see each other, we pick up where we left off. It's like, Hey, how's the kids? How's your family? What's going on? Your, your friendships will change as you change. Now with that being said, some of your friendships will mature and grow together and you have to work to maintain those. So like your buddies that you had in college, you still need to to work to maintain that friendship because they're great people. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard, but you know, your, your friendships will change and you have to remember sometimes friends are in your life. People come into your life for a short time and some come into your life for a long time and you just have to nurture and grow those relationships as they come your way and look for them like join different clubs find different activities to do that you'll have other people that like to do that type of thing and it's you know you have to be real you have to be who you are and you can't be a keyboard warrior being somebody else you have to be your true colors.
3: Uh, yeah. G'day, everyone. This is dad. And I think that is probably the most important thing in this modern generation that's been said. You have to be yourself. Too many of the modern generation, particularly, want to hide behind a keyboard on, and I'll, uh, I i do not care. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok,
0: YouTube. <laughs> YouTube TikTok, please not TikTok.
3: Oh. Um, <laughs> But they use those social media platforms and they, they're they someone they're not. And I'll give you a good example. There is someone in this world that used to be called the king of Instagram that has done nothing but lie to the general public about his actual lifestyle and what he owns and what he doesn't own and you know, what he's worth and all this sort of stuff. And he's actually been on national TV and said on national TV that he owned this mansion in California. Right. When we come to find out he's paying $260,000 a month to live there
0: in rent. He doesn't That's, own. A lot. That's a lot of money.
3: <laughs> um, it's a big place. But uh, so... I think the thing is authenticity is is if you want to have a a friend, a true friend, you have to be authentic. You can gather a lot of people around you by being non-authentic, but they're not necessarily your friend. And I think you need to define, one of the things you need to define really is what is a true friend? Well, a true friend is, is, for me, is, yeah, yeah kind of like a spouse. They will tell you what's wrong when you may not want to hear it, yeah. but you need to hear it. There's someone that'll nurture you through thick and thin. They're not going to cast you aside. They're not going to rubbish you. They'll help you through different situations and be there in the end. And I think that's something that is, particularly this very this modern generation
0: that they, they're quick to cast people aside. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've found. Is well, two things. One, like everybody will be like, "Oh, just be yourself," whatever. And then the only thing that you'll see from them is this like highly, well, not sanitized, but like made up persona of theirs online. Hollywood. Yeah, and then you know the second thing as soon as you say like anything against somebody now and then, be like oh well you're and then they'll come up with like oh just like a hater or you're whatever phobic or whatever word they have to say there and then like or oh here's the good one be like oh i don't need toxic people in my life and then they'll just like i can not be there
3: yeah and and that's unfortunately And I think it was said best, I I played a clip for mum this morning from a TV personality in Australia called Alan Jones, Mm. and he was talking about the Prime Minister every year in Australia has a spelling competition, kind of like the National Spelling Bee in the US. Yeah. So there's 16,000 students that entered that competition this year and within the two-week period last year. The word that Australia most had to look up on Google to spell was the word diarrhea. They couldn't spell it. Wait, let me say that in American accent. Uh Diarrhea. (laughs) So so that's what they Googled the most to learn to spell. And he goes on to say, Well, like everything, else, spelling in, in, in you know, our focus on spelling in schools has been flushed down the toilet. <laughs> um, Good but honestly, you know, the emphasis in school now is not on reading, writing, arithmetic, and spelling. It's no longer rote and such learning. You know, you're not taught to think. Right. You're taught to obey, and we've created a dumber society. And so, what you have now in the current society is you have a bunch of people that have learnt oh, if I don't agree with that, if I use some catchphrases, then I can be rid of this because I just don't agree with it. So, you know, you become toxic, you become a racial profiler, you become, you know, a homophobe or or whatever it is that they want to throw at. And the one thing I have found, and and I'm going to say this and it's probably going to hurt a lot of people, but listen to me, I paint with a broad brush. In this country right now, the catchphrase is you gotta be woke. You know, this, this woke generation. But this current woke generation, all they want to do is when they get caught doing something that's wrong or illegal or whatever, they play the victim card and you will never make friends, true friends, if you're always going to play the victim. Right. Right. Just one it won't happen. It won't happen. Be authentic. Be yourself. All right. We've got friends that we haven't spoken to in probably five, six, seven years. But I know that if I picked up the phone and called them, they'd be here tomorrow if I
1: really needed them. Right. <coughs> the other the other thing is it's the old adage that um my parents' generation and my grandparents used to say to me, be the friend you want to be, the friend you want to have. And as an adult, here's the other thing. You get to a certain point as uh, as you are, that um, you're considered an adult now. You're in your 20s. You're graduating from college. You're in the real world. You're an adult. Here's the thing people need to realize. Everybody's an adult. Who cares about age at this point? My best friend is literally 10 years younger than me. But you know what? She's there for me when I need somebody to bounce an idea off of, or if I'm not doing well or whatever. I've, I'm going through something and I need to t- There's absolutely no judgment from her. She's like, okay, I can listen. Oh my gosh, she'll remember to ask about it later. I'm the same for her. How's it going? What's happening in your world? How are the kids? How is, how's the blended family situation going? Okay. I'm there to listen to her vent about her new husband or she's there to listen to me vent about your father. And, you know, <laughs> <doesn't happen. laughs>
2: yes, I want Yes, know that doesn't happen. It might be one a you want to baby? Um,
1: <laughs> but you know, that that's the thing, you know, it, it's another safe place for both of us retrospectively back and forth, to say the things we need to say to get off our chest, to say them out loud without judgment, without somebody expecting you to have action on that or whatever. And it's so nice to have that person there. And I'm fortunate that I get to work with this person mm. which is which is great. you know it, it's great to have that. And, and it's, it's that fine line. We don't talk about work stuff. Like, that's work. We bitch like normal people do about work. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, you'll stand around the water cooler, bitch. Can you believe what crazy pants did over the weekend? Did she tell you? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, that, that's it. Our relationship is a true relationship. Like, we get together to have lunch. We get together to walk. We, we try to make and carve out time to nurture that relationship and and to to value it. Do I go, oh, my gosh, you're so young. I can't be friends with you. You are too young. You don't understand my references. No. Does she look at me and go, oh, girl, you just old. Like, you are gray and old. I mean, just go to the blue corner. She doesn't do that. It's just like we happen to click, and it's great. Same thing when we lived in Australia and there was three of us moms that met when we took our eldest to school. We met when each of us, our respective eldest child went to kindergarten. We met, we hit it off. We came from completely different walks of life. There was a bit of age gap as well, but you know what? We had the best time and our husbands were very indulgent of it. And would put up with us doing dinner parties, you know, rotating dinner parties and inviting other couples in to kind of expand our, our friend circle and, you know, get to meet other people because we had other friends in different walks of life. You know, I I didn't have that when we lived on the East Coast. I really didn't have it when we lived in Idaho. It's probably the first time living back here that I've had a good close friend, that type of thing. You're not always going to have somebody, but when you do, it's, it's really worth working at it. And the other thing a lot of people forget is it doesn't matter if you don't have the same political beliefs or the same religious beliefs. If you click as friends, that's what you need to do. You need to be open to hearing what the other person says and understanding why they believe that. Right. And have those great conversations and the exchange of ideas when you're close-minded and you only want somebody that's, I don't know what fake as you or just like you, you miss out on meeting some amazing people that who knows you may inspire them one day. Yeah. You know, you, you miss out on great orators, or- 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 you know, um, <laughs> You know, you, you might miss out on somebody who becomes the next president's speechwriter. And something you said in a conversation, a give-and-take that you have, could end up in that speech to influence the country to come together and stop being so judgmental.
0: Is, I it, mean, is that based on a um, real event, or is that just off the dome?
1: I mean, that, that's just... I think so many people miss opportunities. You may miss the great next artist being you know a painter a writer you if you're not opening yourself up to being heard or to meeting new people or to hurt because you you do get hurt when you lose a friend and you don't adult up and make up and figure out what's going on you miss out on so much in life that could happen you know you you know so what your father and i have friends that are politicians, that are actors, that are doctors, that are lawyers, that are business owners, that are just, you know, nine to five, punch the clock kind of people. We have friends across the board, but it's because we are who we are and we're just ourselves. And we don't, we don't, that's not the first thing we ask. You know, we don't ask, well, what do you do? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Do I need to get to know you? No. I mean, one of our good friends that we've had a lot of fun with, we actually met on vacation because he pegged me in the head with a volleyball in the pool. <laughs> and I was like, okay, who did this? Let me fire this back at you. And we ended up, he and his partner, she was so sweet. And we just had the best time with him. And we had to go out to California for Ben's graduation.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they were like, oh, you're in our neck of the woods. When are you gonna be there? Da, 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 da. They drove two hours yeah. one way out of their way to spend time with us. And knowing that we had to, we have a set time we had to be at you know, the graduation and stuff and they had stuff the next morning, they, they still took that time. Yeah. That's what a friendship is. Were we on the same political wavelength, the same whatever? Probably not care no we had other stuff to talk about we enjoyed their company and that's what friendship's about you have to nurture it you have to um, make that effort to keep in contact and to grow that you have to you know people are going to rebuff it people are going to have different dates but you know what character speaks to you mm-hmm. and, and, and a lot of times it just you know you go that's a really cool person they seem really neat. I'd, I'd like to get to know them. And, it, you know, it may be, oh, hey, you know, we're on, I'm on a weird schedule or whatever. You're kind of on the same schedule as I am where we're posted right now. You want to go grab a cup of coffee when we get off shift? You know, that type of thing. And just, right. you know, nothing weird. Just, you know, thought we could have a conversation outside of here and not be interrupted yeah. type of thing. I mean, it's putting yourself out there.
3: That's the big thing, the big thing. And, uh, and it's hard for me. Everyone in my life thinks I'm the extrovert, that I'm the one that's the life of the party, that I'm great and jovial and I'm funny, and that's because I fake it. <laughs> 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 uh, honestly, I like, I like to sit at the house and, and work on projects at the house and not go anywhere. And it really sends me into shivers of coldness when your mother says, hey, let's go do this. No! <laughs> um, but the thing about it is you you've got to put yourself out there. The first thing is you'll never meet anyone who will become your friend if you stay behind your door. Right. So right. you got you got to go do something.
1: And the bar is not the place to
3: find a no, friend hey, or a no. spouse. No, that's not the place. But, I mean, go, do, go join a club if you have to join a club. Go, you know, whatever. Go to the gym. I, I, whatever it is, just get out of the house. And you'll meet someone. And in the course of meeting someone, you you know, you'll get in a conversation and you'll like, yo, you know, I, I wouldn't mind catching up later on and just continuing the conversation, right. you know. Are you interested in that? Well, yeah. Okay, well, give me your phone number. Or I'll give you my phone number. Of course, now it's give me your Snapchat or your Instagram
0: or whatever other bullshit. This yeah, year. I, yeah. I know I'm the generation, like, targeted for that, but I can't stand that shit. I know.
3: <laughs> I, know you, I know you can't, but I throw it out there for everyone else. Yeah, know? yeah, I got you. Yeah, uh, you know, but, you know, you... you you provide a platform that someone can contact you and you can contact someone in order that you can meet up and talk. And I emphasize the words meet, up, and talk. Good Lord, you must get out of the house <laughs> behind the keyboard or you'll never meet anyone. That's really a true friend. Mm. The other thing is, you know, when you meet up and talk, you, you may not agree on a whole range of issues, and that's okay. Doesn't mean they can't be your friend. Right. In fact, you probably want that person as your friend if they don't agree with
0: you one hundred percent. Because don't want to be surrounded by a bunch of yes men and right. your own
2: thing. I mean,
3: I agree. Like someone that challenges you, challenges the way you think. They will stretch and grow you, and and they're the person that will stay by you. Someone that's a, that thinks just like you, there's no point. Right. So I don't know. I mean, for you up there, you can have a friend. They can be 40. You can be 20 on them. You know, that's fine. Yeah. They're going to think differently to you. They're going to talk differently to you. They're going to act differently to you. They're going to challenge you and challenge your thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how you
1: grow. But you also have to let it all happen organically. You can't force the issue. Right. Right. We've we've found our best friends and closest friends have come by things that just kind of happen organically. Putting ourselves out there, doing whatever, and then, and that we just meet people that are kind of cool and different and you know that's when we've tried to force things it hasn't worked out that well So, um, and don't be afraid to say you know I've enjoyed spending time with you like after you've gotten to know somebody a little bit excuse and, me
0: uh, it's the Rona
3: <laughs> <laughs> no it's not the Rona <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a try. Um, you know you Sometimes you get to know people and you're just like, I can't stand this person. <laughs> I just can't stand this person.
2: Yeah, so don't do the
1: immature thing of ghosting or gaslighting or whatever. The main thing is be an adult, step up and go, you know, I enjoyed spending some time with you and, and kind of getting to know you, but
2: <sighs>
1: work. yeah, it, it's just not going to work. I'm not feeling, you know, there's just, you know, whatever, just own it
2: yeah.
1: and just say, you know, this isn't going to work for me. I, I find when I spend time with you, it's not feeding my soul or it's not, it's not beneficial. That's probably pretty rude, but whatever you need to say, but you yeah. need to own the fact, you need to be an adult about it mm-hmm. because you are an adult. I just call them
2: bloody away. The
3: <laughs> for someone in your position and, uh, you know, even for us when, when you guys were growing up, it's tough because we moved yeah. all the time, right? Yeah, we did, and 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 you get thrown in different situations, and you've got to try and learn how to, how to make it, how to make it work and how to read a room. You know, and that's the one skill I'm so thankful I've got is I know how to read a room. I know how to look around a room and and, and pick someone out and go talk to them. And so, yeah, it's difficult. It's, it's not an easy thing, but it does require putting yourself out there. But I have friends now, because I put myself out there, I have friends in Hungary, Romania, Macedonia, Turkey, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, you know, uh, all over the world, Africa, any any country in Africa you want to pick, Jamaica, Jamaica. Any you know, uh, I've got friends all over the place, and it's because I just I, I I did the one thing, I think that makes a friend. Hey, g'day, my name's Matt. What's your name? Where are you from? What do you like? Get start a fucking conversation.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's so kind of the big difference between you and me, Dad, is like we're similar in the fact that, like, you said you want to, like, you're happier, you know, staying around home doing projects, that sort of thing. But, you know, you put on this extroverted personality to meet new people. And I, I don't think I've, <laughs> I've quite got the same, you know, uh, level of, acting ability, I guess, you know, putting on that persona and just being like, Oh hey, how's it going? You know, being the life of the party. I'm definitely a lot more reserved.
1: You didn't have to, you You had your brother.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah I did. He he was always the one to be out there. Everybody knew his name and then the school fucking receptionist, even four years after he graduated, still referred to me by his name. (laughs) The life. Yeah.
3: So yeah, the, and, and that's the thing You, it, and, and that's a skill you learn Yeah I mean, yes, would I rather stay around the house And do projects and blah blah, blah? Absolutely But it's a skill you learn to put yourself Out there to, to, to Open a conversation right. People that we met Because your mother got hit in the head with a volleyball They've, they've turned out To be good friends I mean, we, we accepted them For who they were and I, yeah, I don't want to showboat or get big noting or anything. But he, he's a he's a Hollywood actor that's been in a Quentin Tarantino movie. It's been in two.
1: This was my reaction when we finally got around to that. And he said, and I went, "Oh, okay, great." And he kind of went, "Okay," that wasn't the response I was expecting. And I said, "So, what have you been in?" And he said, "Whatever." And I went, uh, oh, okay." He goes. And you guys know, I'm not a big fan of his works.
0: No, no, you're not a big Tarantino guy. Or
1: I mean, I, I do like Kill Bill 1 and 2, but, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> but anything else, I'm really, I'm just like, whatever. And I think my reaction to it was what surprised him. And that wasn't mm. what I was judging him on. I right. was like, okay, that's cool. All right, now listen." Hit me in the head again, (laughs) 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 or you know, oh great, you know, I was kind of like, okay, hey, we're gonna go get some, you know, snacks by the pool. You want to come? We're gonna get some, you know, fries and chicken, you know, jerk chicken or whatever. Come, Mm -hmm. and they were like, oh yeah, okay. So we just talked about, well, excuse me, other things. And I I think, kind of, the reaction that he had on his face was kind of like, oh, okay, they're not after you know, anything else because he was kind of really playing that part down.
2: And I was just like, yeah, OK, whatever, let's go on.
3: Yeah. So I, I, I think that's the thing. It's you got to take people for people.
2: Their right. job is not their identity. Their
3: job's not their identity. And I think that's the problem with America is that mm-hmm. make their job their identity. So if you're a lawyer or a doctor or someone like, or a politician, then you, people sort of want to throw you above the crowd. You're, you're a person, and as far as I know, and I may be wrong, okay, this would be the second time in my life I've been wrong. <laughs> uh, but as far as I know, there is not a person on this planet that can put both legs through their trousers at the same time. You've got to put one leg at a time if you're standing up. (laughs) All right? You're not Superman. You can't fucking hover there and put your trousers on. (laughs) So seeing as how there's no Superman and we all are born and we all die, I don't give a crap what your job is.
2: I care about your character.
3: I care about who you are and what, what, how you treat people. Mm. Mm. Right, yeah.
2: right. So- I think
1: that's that's a big test too. If you're out with somebody, be it on a date or with friends, you know, to grab a meal, to get coffee, whatever, a big, big tale of who they are as a character is how they treat the staff.
2: Yeah.
1: You can hide it for a few minutes when it starts, but the more comfortable people get throughout a meal and if they've had a couple of drinks, by the end of it, you can tell really who they are by how they treat the wait staff and the, the staff of wherever you are. If they are rude, condescending, whatever, do you really want to be around them? That tells a lot about your character. If they're nice and say, please and thank you. Look the waitress or waiter in the eye. Listen to them. Give the spiel of all the daily specials. Yada, 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 without being rude and making stupid jokes that they've heard, you know, for 50 million That's times. times the whole yeah. night, you know, and be genuine then that's probably a person you probably need to cultivate a relationship with.
0: Right. Yeah, I've never understood the being rude to weight staff or people in a job that might be considered like lower than you know, I don't I don't get it.
1: It's an insecurity on that person's part.
0: It really is. And like we
3: try to teach you guys throughout your childhood, you treat people with dignity. It doesn't matter who they are. And one of the things we definitely poured into you was it doesn't matter whether they're African-American or black or Chinese or, you know, Indian or whatever they are, they're a person and you treat that person as a person.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so we tried to demonstrate that to you by how we treated like individuals that we would come across. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. And a person—I agree with your mother. A person that treats someone who they think is beneath them with contempt and rudeness—they're
0: not a real human. No, there's no. So, way. Yeah. yeah. Again, waitresses—they also have so much access that they can just spit on your food, and you would never know it. Yeah, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs>
1: I never understood why you would be rude to somebody who you've gone out and they're bringing you your food or your coffee or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're doing a service job. Yeah. Why would you be rude to them? You're not willing to do that job, but they are because they're working their way through college. They may be a single mom or a single dad and this is when they have a chance to work because the kids are being taken care of. That's when they have access to childcare
2: uh-huh.
1: type of thing. So or you know, it could just be somebody who is that's all they could find at this point. And and that's the job they need to have to get by where they are. So why? What well, you don't know somebody's situation, you don't know what kind of day they've had. So you want to treat everybody nicely. And yeah, I'm saying this, and I'm not always the best person. That treated them nicely. Your father's pulled me up a couple times, like, really? You were a little bit of a bitch there. And I'm like,
2: oh, crap. Sorry.
1: <laughs> you know, I didn't mean to be. I was just, you know, you have to be able to check yourself and go,
2: well, that's not me.
3: I think, um, you know, kind of wrapping this up, you got to be yourself. You got to put yourself out there. You do to get hurt? Yes. But you got to keep going. When you find someone that you click with for a friendship, you got to work at it. It takes work. It takes work. Constant contact. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Can we? Would you? Would you mind to?
2: I mean, I'm not talking about trying to pull the bottom every car every day. So wrapping it up, what I'm saying is, you got to put yourself out there. You got to be vulnerable. You're gonna get hurt. You know, people aren't gonna to want to be your are and be willing to take the hints that people say oh, I don't like you that's fine. Not everyone on the planet is gonna be a friend.
0: You don't need everybody on the planet to be your friend. There's too many people. No,
2: you don't know you <laughs> so you've got to go on and you've gotta treat people and I'm gonna say this and people are gonna look at me like listen to me and go, you're freaking crazy, but You know, I'm not a – i am not I just want to say – actually, I'll say say this instead. People rubbish Donald Trump when he was president. Media hated him. They wanted him gone. They rubbished him. But Donald Trump was leaving New York at one point in time in his limousine. Uh, I think he was going to Jersey
3: uh, when he was going to Atlantic City uh, to build his casino. And his limousine got a flat tire on the way to Jersey. And an old couple,
2: older couple, stopped to see if they could render assistance
3: to him. And they ended up changing the tire on the limousine.
2: And Donald Trump, about who they were, what their name was and everything about them and ended up sending a cheque to the bank that held their
3: mortgage, that paid their mortgage off. Damn. No one ever talks about that, about Donald Trump, because they didn't want to. They hated his guts. They didn't care for him. He wasn't woke. He wasn't this. He wasn't that.
2: Uh, My thing is you can make friends with anyone. In any walk of life, you just got to be willing to do something nice. Right.
0: Right, gotcha. I think it's a good note to end on. And I guess by the dip in sound quality, I guess that Zoom's way of telling us that. <laughs> she yeah, probably... Oh, there it is. Now it's fine again. Jeez. Of course. Yeah. Sorry, Dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah. So for everybody out there, just I guess the cliche advice is just be yourself, you know, be genuine and then get out of the house, go, go actually do something no yeah. it's uh no it's hard to get out there these days but there's ways there's ways to get out there so i think next week we'll probably do that other topic that we mentioned up at the top of the episode it's manliness how to be you know what's it mean to be a man in today's society i think it would be a good conversation and i want to get ben on for that one
2: yeah, yeah.
0: But until next week, uh thank you so much for listening. And I've been Josh.
2: I'm on. I'm mad.
0: See you next week. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.